Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the Strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hey, welcome to Loving the Strange. And we're hey, gonna, baby. We're going to have new music the next time you hear us. Are we really? Yeah, it's going to be new music. And it's going to be a, you singing in the shower? No, no one would want to hear that. Ever. Oh, no. Pretty good. Yeah. It is. You're just, you're just trying to get husband brownie points right now, no, my not. friend. Yes, you no, are. I do plenty to get husband brownie points. <laughs> I don't need to work. I don't need extra. Hey, D. D is here, and that's exciting because we love D. And it's so good to see D on a Friday, even though we don't actually see well, her beautiful face. Is it, is it good to see? I mean, we appreciate it. But I love D. D not be out doing something more fun. Are you saying there's something more fun than listening to the Loving the Strange well, podcast? I can't think of anything more fun. Uh, <laughs> Kaylin's here too and says, yes, give me all the comedic relief. Uh, we will try, Kaylin. Oh we will try, but that's a little bit of pressure right there. You might have to like read a little bit into it tonight because I'm totally unprepared. So. Shani's unprepared. But tonight's episode, oh, and Doug is here. Doug's Howdy, here. Doug. Um, tonight's episode is all about the weirdness that is Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is weird. Um, it's a weird, weird holiday. It kind of inspired a whole hashtag called hashtag so blessed, but also <laughs> even like the history of Thanksgiving is a little convoluted. So the whole holiday is freaking strange, right? So if you think about it, do you want me to just tell you why it's weird? I think it only gets strange when you start investigating the history of it. Yes. All right. So, so, yes, go for it, baby. A New York Times article in 2021 by David Leon Hart. Hart with a D. Talks yeah. about. Hard? It's hard. I can't talk, oh, man. So I got hard. a speech impediment. Um, But it's H A R D T. Hard. <laughs> this poor man. Thank God he'll never listen to this podcast. But, anyways. In his New York Times article, which, if we just say, makes us sound a little bit more intellectual, and God knows we need that. Well, you do have a subscription to it, I do. How else can we place spelling bee? <laughs> and Wordle. All right, so the whole point of this podcast is not Wordle or um, us trying to sound a slightly more intellectual and highfalutin. It is actually the weirdness that is Thanksgiving, the stories, the fascinating facts, but also the origins. So he writes, the origin story of Thanksgiving, that's often told in school. Excuse me, who is this? You're going to make me say this guy's name again. <laughs> See, you think you get husband brownie points, but you get cruel points. <laughs> as long as they're points and not deductions. Dude, you know, if we were in a novel, they always talk about how you have to have like that positive forward motion. We always have forward motion. We have no forward motion. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have interjections and flashbacks and backstory, and there's never like a nice solid flow. Anyways, ready? Yeah. Alright, so the origin story of Thanksgiving, he says, and this is a direct quote that's often told in school of friendly of a friendly meal between pilgrims and Native Americans is inaccurate. Yeah. As, uh, as far back as 1974, the Times ran. I love it when New York Times um, talks about earlier New York Times articles. It just kind of cracks me up. But anyways, as er as far back as 1974, the Times ran an article describing the holiday as a national day of mourning for many Native people. The real origin of the national holiday dates to Abraham Lincoln. On October 3rd, 1863, he called for the country, quote, in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, end quote, to set aside the last Thursday in November as a day of Thanksgiving. Good job, baby. Good job. Woo! Start on your forehead. I'm so blessed. <laughs> 
The Times published his Thanksgiving proclamation. So that's two self-references in this two paragraphs. For the Times? Yes. The Times published his Thanksgiving proclamation on the front page and several times subsequently. And like that proclamation begins, a proclamation by the President of the United States of America in 1863. Oh, so they're still using homeless newsboys. And I'm using the hell out of the spirit of the newspapers. Yeah, pretty much. As I stand <laughs> on the horse urine puddles of the That's streets right. of New York. Yes. Barefoot? Yes, pretty much. Did you know? But they had to strike the little fuckers. Sean, language. Smart. language. They were smart. Language. I'm oh. so proud of those newsboys. My daddy, Barnard, he, his daddy ran for governor in New York. When he was a little kid in the 1930s. Did you know this? Yeah, you told me. And he was a socialist, which is really a communist, which means I probably shouldn't say if my, our daughter ever wants to run for office. But you cannot be condemned by whatever your grandparents were. So anyways, he or great-grandparents were. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. So anyways. I am right now. <laughs> Anyways, this man put his son, my father, who was like six or seven years old at the most, out on the streets, hawking, like, hey, vote for my dad for governor. Well, he wasn't even making money. No. At least the newsboys were making a little coin. And my dad said people hated him so much, even though he was a little boy, that they shoved him down in puddles and, like, spat it. on him. And it was so nasty. That's horrible. I know. Your grandfather was an a According to everybody, no yes. Offense. No, everybody says he was. I didn't really know him because he was so ancient by the time uh, I came around. I think he died when I was two. Yeah. But you know what he looks like in all the photos? What? Do you know the horror Same? movie? No, but close. You know the horror movie Poltergeist? Yeah. He looks like the old man ghost in Poltergeist. Oh, you expect like... me to remember a specific reference yes. that's not the TV. Yes. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Man, Dee probably knows. Dee says, know. love you guys too. And Doug says he plays Spelling Bee too. So you're not alone, Shawnee. No, all of us older men do. <laughs> Are you older? Are you guys older? No, no, no. You're just young whippersnappers. Come That's on. Right. So apparently... Continuing this article by the man whose last name I cannot say, while reciting the country's many blessings, a productive economy, bountiful harvest, and a growing economy, Lincoln also recommended that Americans give thanks, quote, with humble penitence for our national perseverance and disobedience. I'm sorry, not perseverance, perverseness. <laughs> You'd think a president would say perseverance. Instead of perverseness? Perverseness. 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 Thank God we're perverse and disobedient. Best country ever. So Lincoln's proclamation, it says, was in part a response to Sarah Josepha Hale, an editor who spent decades campaigning for a national day of gratitude. So there you go. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but to grow up in the United States and go to school, you'd think it would have been around since the Mayflower. Doug is now asking if he's older. No, Doug, you're not older. Sean is older because he self-proclaimed that label. That's right. Two minutes ago, as we all heard. That's you're right. wonderful, Doug. So, yeah, like, so I feel like a lot of people still don't know the origins of Thanksgiving because we've rewritten it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is so interesting. So the holiday about disobedience and perverseness, yay, so blessed, like, became from that, right? And so then it has just spawned many, a many weirdness. Do you have any weird stories like you want to share? Like the Native Americans thought they had candy corn in the ground. Yeah, that's bullshit. <coughs> And, grow the and children corn. think that. They think that. Anyways, we're not going to go there because that's just so stupid. But I'm going to share a BuzzFeed article. Ready? Oh, no. BuzzFeed? Yes. Those are always good ones. All right. So one glorious Thanksgiving, my mom and aunt decided to try edibles. I feel like this was a story made for you, babe. Naturally, 
They made the There'd rookie. No trying. <laughs> Not your family. Naturally, they made the rookie mistake of eating another one after only 15 minutes because, quote, they're not doing anything. Fast forward two hours, and mom is in full panic mode about whether or not the local ducks she feeds daily will starve overnight, quote, because there's no way she's, quote, in any fit state to go out and feed them. And my aunt is waking my uncle up every half hour and asking him to tell her whether or not she's still breathing. <laughs> That's so funny. Can you imagine that? Like, that's your family on Thanksgiving? They're like... Uh, <laughs> they make edibles. And then they eat the edible. And then they're like, oh, I don't think it's working. So they break all the rules and eat another one. Another whole one. Really quickly. And yes, it is legal in many a state. But still, it's going to mess you up. As evidenced by that story. <laughs> the ducks will starve. How else do you know, baby? I don't know. Uh, Anyways, there you go. <laughs> no one's commenting, which makes me afraid. I know, they yeah. all left. They all left. They're all terrified of the Thanksgiving stories. The truth behind Thanksgiving. Do you have a story, baby? I, well, I was going to go over what may have been the uh, first Thanksgiving, you know, the actual American Indian the colonist meal. It's not real, though. No, this is real. This is based on the research of what... What do, you, what do you mean? Thanksgiving didn't exist back then. And that's not what the po the real well, whatever, reason... Whatever the meal was. Where is your source from? Smithsonian Magazine. All right, just go. Hold on. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Doug says the ducks won't starve if you eat them for Thanksgiving. We have a farm drop in our area, Doug, and you just reminded me of this. And the farm drop, you can, like, get the local produce, um, order it over the weekend, and then you pick it up at a farm on Wednesday. And it's a whole bunch of farms that do this, right? And it's a cooperative. And the, the, the um, message today that came in my email was, we're out of turkey, but we still have duck. And it just reminded me of, like, eating duck for Thanksgiving because they were well. turkeys. If I can start again. All right, you ready? This, I, I want to clarify because this is definitely how the article starts off. Okay. And I'll quote. But if one were to create a historically accurate feast, consisting okay. of only those foods that historians are certain were served at the so-called, quotes again, first Thanksgiving, there would be slimmer pickings. So. Okay. Um... So absolute so that wild fowl would have been there, like some sort of wild birds, right? Uh-huh. Probably not turkey, because they did eat turkey, but it wasn't that common that they actually were able to shoot a turkey or, or catch a turkey. Uh, corn in the in grain form for bread or for porridge. And venison. <laughs> Those are the three like absolute things they, they know of. Wow. Okay? Yeah. But they, they speculate that there would have been a lot of bird birds there, a lot of fowl. But they would like I said, they would have been turkeys. Um geese and duck, surprisingly, would have been the two primary choices. But uh pigeons were probably the main fowl because they were apparently so thick back then that that you could just shoot them. Shoot up in the air and knock down like a hundred. So like now in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when they started like killing pigeons everywhere in cities because there were too many? Yeah. And then people poisoned them or something? Yeah, and then people who loved the pigeons were like, No, don't kill the pigeons. And other people were like, Kill the pigeons. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a big really? deal. And the and the fowls probably would have been uh Stuff that it wouldn't have been with like bread stuffing, it would have been onions and herbs. Huh, that sounds pretty good. And in addition to the wild fowl and deer, they probably would have eaten eels Ooh. and shellfish, such shellfish. as shellfish, such as lobster, clams, and mussels. So it's like a baked feast. 
Yeah. And yet, now we eat sweet potato casserole and green bean casserole. I know. Interesting. And they, brownies. They also grew different sorts of pumpkins and squashes, so they might have had those. Yeah. But would they put chili powder on them? That's they awesome. probably wouldn't have been putting brown sugar and... Uh, and marshmallows. Marshmallows. And, and cornflakes. No. <laughs> all right. And the forest itself would have provided different sort of nuts, like chestnuts, walnuts, and beets. Do you personally have any weird Thanksgiving stories? Like, uh, Doug's like, I guess they weren't kosher. I don't <laughs> think so, Doug. Um, they were pilgrims. So, do you have I'm any? I'm thinking since you asked me, because I really, I honestly, have not thought that all day. Usually I try to think of a personal story, but I haven't thought about Thanksgiving. I think I told my Thanksgiving story last year of how when I was a baby, my Aunt Maxine food poisoned everybody. Oh, my. She, I think you did tell us that before. She stuffed the turkey too early. Yeah. And according to my mom, because I was too little, um, the only people who didn't get food poisoned were me and my cousin Marky. Because you guys are too little to eat the bird. Eat chicken turkey or whatever. Yeah, and Aunt Maxine was wealthy, and after that, after that, they never made Thanksgiving again. They'd have everybody for Thanksgiving, but she'd get somebody else to come and cook it. I have a Thanksgiving wish. What's that? Because I've always wanted to try a turducken. You've never told me that. I just did. It's a little late now. So I have to remember that till next next year. You know, order a, turkey, a chicken <laughs> and a duck from Lorelei. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. our favorite farmer. So, um, there's an ice cream cake thing now. Maybe Dean knows it more like about it. It's like a turkey? It's like a turducken ice cream cake. So you can have a turducken without killing anything. Oh my god, that's lame. It's so cool. I mean, it sounds like a great dessert, probably. That's our dog. But seriously. It's not turducken, it's not even... It's ice cream turducken! (laughs) That's like saying it's... Better. It's water whiskey. I don't like that at all, Shani. (laughs) That's the truth! You never like it when I tell the truth. That's your truth about my truth. So, Susie says, Hi. Hi, Susie. When living in Iceland, I learned that the area we lived in saved electricity by limiting power to one hour on and one hour off during the month of November. We lived on base and close friends lived off base. The local town would be on the on when the base would be off. I transported the turkey from my own oh no, from my on base oven to our friend's <laughs> off base oven until it was Back done. And forth. Oh, oh that that's sounds horrible. Super horrible. Holy I know. Aww. All right, here's another story. You ready? Yeah. Buzzfeed. During a childhood Thanksgiving, my mom's candles caught the kitchen curtain and some decorative greenery on oh fire. God. This totally sounds like something I do. Yeah. My my sister, my cousins, and I were at the kids' table in the kitchen while the adults were in the dining room. So no one of significance noticed anything except me. Before we started eating, my mom threatened us with pain of death if we, quote, annoyed the adults during dinner. (laughs) So when the fire got out of hand, I quietly walked into the dining room and stood silently for a minute or two until someone noticed me. Only then did I politely say, sorry. But the kitchen's on fire. <laughs> my mom still gives me grief about my my prioritizing politeness over sense. And I and that's user U L O T R forever. That's hilarious, One. actually. I would have done that. You probably would have had you been. Did you have a kid say when you were a kid? No. Yeah, it depended. Yeah, it depended where we were. I was just talking to my cousin uh, Rhonda today on Facebook, and yeah. um, her parents, my uncle Ronnie and my aunt Patty, also the parents of my cousin Marky and Rhonda and Brian, um, they had this huge event Christmas time, like Christmas Eve. Yeah. There was always like a kids' table then, um, and Mark and I were always at it. 
Did you like a kid's table? Ah, uh, hell to the no. Really? No, no offense to Mark. I love Mark, but like, ah. no, I wanted to be snooping on what all the grown-ups were saying and gossiping yeah, about, I guess you know? Yeah, I kind of liked kids' tables when I was a kid. You did? Yeah. Why? like, hell yeah, we don't even use no manners. We can just <laughs> do whatever we want. Hey, my brother Johnny's here. Hey, John. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was the youngest by so much because I was kind of the accident that it was just sort of Mark and I. There wasn't much of a kids table. But you know what I hated? I ended up getting like stuck babysitting my um, brother and sister's kids at the kids table. So I'd be like, you know. 16 and they'd be eight, and You'd I'd be, still be at the kids table. Yeah, that sucked. Oh, hell no, there wouldn't be any of that. Yeah, it sucked. Um, Doug says we got food poisoning after eating turkey at a friend's house. No weight gain, nothing. <laughs> That's horrible. I know, just That's like out vaccines. I don't even want to think about it. I'm so glad I was too little to experience that. I'm so sorry, Doug. I'm so glad we play roulette diet, diet roulette here, so so I can have long breaks of all night stomach irritation. Because when you make me eat healthy, I'm much better off, is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So for everyone who has no understanding of what Sean just said, because why would you? Because you have no context. Shawnee can't have dairy, but he loves the dairy. I can't have a lot of sweet things either, man. Well, part of that's because your sweet things are dairy. And I like Oreos and milk. Yeah, man. Yeah. Or a pint of Yeah. And so I make him eat healthy off and on, and then he's healthy. But he kind of misses being sick all night. Like he has food poisoning. I don't miss it. From oh God, no. Uh, Doug Marshall said, "I'm sorry. I'm afraid they're gonna start a grandparents' table at our Thanksgiving." That's, That's cute. A great actually. idea. What? Yeah, actually. But you know what? They should. They should. They should. They should divide up the tables at any large family event by internet knowledge. Oh my god. You might need like three different tables, but come on. The that's, little kids would be tell, like. Tell me that's not the best way to go right now. As long as you don't give the little kids who are the most knowledgeable the best table. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like little kids up into the like, maybe early mid 20s. And maybe there'd be another section for, for mid 20s to mid 40s, maybe. And then maybe. after that, maybe. Yeah. And there's or, no Wi Fi at that time. Or you can just do it by like what social media you use. Like, oh, <laughs> you're on Facebook. You guys sit over there by the fridge so you don't have to walk too hard. You know how to use Discord? Okay, you all, five year olds, you go over there. Tumblr? Oh, Tumblr's over by the window so they can stare moodily out the, like, no, out the window no, at the dead turkeys. We had children that had children. Yeah. I'd have a child say, well, each, each place would have a little iPad. <laughs> they would love you. You've been busy all night long. You'd be the best grandpa they ever. Eat and stay right there. You'd be the best grandpa ever. I'll even have a, a young adult age person come and clear the table up for Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with like you. Like a snotty teenager. Go oh. clean the kids' plates. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have any more stories, or do you want me to go? I don't have any stories, but I I have some like traditional type of stuff. Like, all right. Like, have you heard of turkey bowling? No. Like, do I they have. hurt the turkeys? I have, and I thought this was interesting. No, it's like a processed turkey, like you go to the grocery store and get, so it's frozen and hard and slippery, right? Okay. So it's it's pretty popular, and but it started, and I think this is brilliant. In 1988. At Lucky's Grocery Shop in Newport Beach. And in a picture I have, which I'm going to presume is Lucky's, there's a bunch of military personnel that are taking part in the bowling. So they actually have bowling pins. But they're doing it right in the aisle of the grocery store, like between the two, like the shelves on the sides (laughs) of the alley. (laughs) And the pins are uh, down there. It's, you know. And and you take the whole frozen turkey in the wrapper and you slide it down the floor. And bowl. 
My mom would have rocked at that. <laughs> she could handle a turkey. They'd have to have different sized turkeys. <laughs> they like women's turkeys, yeah. children's sized turkeys, <clears throat> super strong men turkeys for you. Dude, that's amazing. That's, what do you win? What did you win? I don't know. Oh, you well, nowadays, it'd be, like, it'd be like playing cornhole and just be a drinking game or something. That's if, so cool. If you were uh, well off enough to buy everybody a frozen turkey and have a some sort of makeshift alley in your house. Ah, that's wild. I kind of want to do that now. I also have one. This is from culturetrip.com. All right. Theculturetrip.com. All right. And I didn't verify this, and I don't know how to verify it, but it says, sorry, Americans. It doesn't say that. I'm living here. Okay. But Thanksgiving was celebrated in Canada 40 years prior before it started in the States. Does that jive with our New York Times record? That's what I said. I don't know. I haven't verified it. All right. I can click on this link here. Oh, well. That's going to take me out of the game for a little bit. All right. Well, here, I'm going to tell a story. Come back in the game. Nobody cares. Ready? I never leave the game. Susie said, and I think this is a good topic for us to discuss soon. Susie said, <laughs> dad was a Virginian and mom was a Mainer. So we both had northern bread stuffing and southern cornbread stuffing. Dad would get irritated because mom put in the green Wait, put milk in the green beans and peas. I've never heard of that. But I never had cornbread stuffing either. You're from the South. I know. What kind of stuffing did you have? It's like you make bread stuffing with, you know, nuts and, and dried fruit and stuff in it and all the celery and all that crap. I wonder if Dee's still here and she could tell us what she has for stuffing because she's in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I ha did you have like sausage in your stuffing? Did you have like chorizo or anything? Not chorizo, but sausage sometimes. It yeah. depends on who was making it, you know. But I think my family did have sausage in their stuffing. Did they have mushrooms? And we always had two different kinds of stuffing. The same exact recipe, but one was cooked out of the bird, one was cooked in the yeah, bird. Yeah, that's because you can never have enough stuffing well, if you I, only I cook it in the bird. Out of the bird. It was always so dry. Okay, you want to know what you do? No, this isn't a cooking show, baby. Somebody might want to know. You make the stuffing nowadays. Somebody. But, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Never mind. No, say it. So once you have the stuffing cooked, you take the stuffing out of the bird, and then you put it into the other stuffing, and then you mix it around, and then you cook it a little more, and then it's all good. Oh, really? Yep. So it just sucks all the juice out of the... Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is 7 Eastern time. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you only missed half the show so far. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's all good. Worst, hopefully it's the worst half. I don't know. I feel like we're going down. Right, I think we're going down. downhill in this podcast. Oh, oh, read that right there. That, that. So Susie says, and Sean, you're capable of reading. You can read but it. No, I've had that before, and that's the best stuff. Okay, but ever. can you tell people who are just listening what it Susie says? Susie says, Southern Grandpa made his with oysters and chestnuts. Oh, I love it. Did you ever have that? Yeah, I just, I just said I've had that before, and it's the best stuffing ever. Really? Yeah. Well, we should try that. I actually like stuffing with chestnuts, even more than the oysters. Something about the texture of it. The nuts? Yeah, they still have just a tiny little bite to them. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's good. You need to go back to the south, baby. Oh, I know, but you've been showing me all those climate change charts and telling yeah. me how it's not feasible and stuff. <laughs> yes. So Sean really wants to move south, and I'm just like, that's a bad investment, buddy. That's a really bad investment. You just rent. <laughs> also a bad investment, buddy. A really bad investment. All right, you ready? It's not an investment. But anyways, go ahead. There are four <laughs> towns in the United States named Turkey. Really? Yeah. You want to guess the state? Ohio. No. Florida. <laughs> no, but you're closer because they're all in the southern part of the country. They are, huh? They're Texas, Arizona, Louisiana, and North Carolina. Wow. And... Yeah. Also, according to Parade Magazine, 46 million turkeys die for Thanksgiving every year. Oh. We 
way to bring the podcast down, right? But I only raised for Thanksgiving, so it's not... <laughs> no, that doesn't a, make it any a, better. Look, you were raised to in, die, in, that in today, doesn't... In today's verbiage, it's net zero. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't even have to take any carbon credits, so whatever the hell we are. Would you like to know the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner in 2022 per uh, person? Per person? Oh, wait. I don't know. It says the average cost of Thanksgiving dinner is $53 for 10 guests. What? Not at our house, baby. Are you kidding me? Holy shit. Where are they shopping? What are they having? Beans and fries? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Doug has a reason for the grandparents' table. Ready? Yeah. You say it. Us old people can't smell our own farts. Well, I guess I'm not old, then. Because I can <laughs> dang sure smell mine. Really, the whole world can smell it. All right, here's another story off of BuzzFeed. Ready? My grandpa and grandma got divorced, and grandpa eventually remarried. One Thanksgiving during our, the what are you the most thankful for portion of dinner, my not-so-well grandpa stood up and declared that he regretted letting my grandma divorce him and that it was the biggest mistake of his life. Right? <laughs> right in front of his new wife. Oh, wow. And then they go on to write, what happened next? What did this outburst of drama culminate with? Nothing. He sat back down. His old wife chuckled nervously, and we continued with the speeches. Basically, we all tried to act like it had never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that would be embarrassing for everybody. Probably not Grandpa, though. Oh, that's terrible. Hey, I, I forgot to tell you something. Can you go back up to Susie's post, the 725 post? Real quick? Susie, 725, yes. So when this first popped up, yeah. I, I thought it said, no offense to anybody. Oh, but I thought it said dad was a virgin and mom was a mater. I was like, well, dad, it's not anymore. Anyways. Whole word reader. Whole world reader. Whole word reader. Where in Indiana? I don't know. Turkey. Oh, it's Susie. All right. Hold on. Yeah, go back. Here we are. And then Susie said it was in Goldchuck, Turkey. Wait. Goldchuck, Turkey. And Stewie said, is everyone eating mac and cheese? I know. $53. $53. But what do you all Wait a minute, can I, can I just say something for a minute here? I'm afraid. I hate live podcasts. I'm so glad you said mac and cheese. Because ever since he threw that up there, I've been like, what's man cheesy? Oh my god. Man cheesy. I'm going to have to ask him to explain that to me. I think man cheesy sounds pretty good, honestly. <sighs> not if you break it down. Not, I think man, it is. Man cheese is never good. Man. Oh, all right. <laughs> so. In the South, a lot of people have macaroni and cheese, don't they? As a side dish for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a staple, but I'm real picky about my macaroni. You are? Yeah, you do a good job, baby. Oh, okay. Thank God. Have I ever complained about it? No. Would I? Yes. Hell no. You I'm a smart man, but you do a great job, baby. Every time I eat, I create something that's not meat in the kitchen, Sean looks at it the whole time I'm making it. And he's like, uh, uh. You need to be more uh, specific than not meat. Where's the meat? Uh, uh, uh. And then he eats it and he's like, oh, that was so good. And it's really annoying. Yeah. So it's still I am. nutritionally and mentally satisfying as if it had meat in it. Okay, anyways, um, oops, I somehow magically starred Doug's thing. Comment. All right, my little brother, Doug said, would only eat bologna sandwiches. Yeah, my little brother would only eat bologna and So Doug's little brother would bring the overall cost of Thanksgiving down, most likely, while your little brother would bring oh, the overall I don't know cost. Thanksgiving. But? He probably still ate bologna and it was a short little phase, uh, obviously. <laughs> and you still resent him for it, don't you? Well, no. Well, well, 
poor. I know, and you were like, and you were like the older brother who's like, oh, mom's poor. Don't like she's stressed. Don't like stress mom out more. And your younger little brother was a total youngest kid. He's like, I will only eat filet mignon, and it must be medium rare. I don't know about I would like the edges singed perfectly, uh, and my and my napkin needs to be folded in in thirds, uh, not fours. <laughs> Doug said, "Cost and sense of celebration, exactly." Well, so what was your must-haves? Oh, Susie says we haven't talked about dessert, which well, we'll get there. Happened. We still got twenty-five minutes. Hold on. How my are we gonna make What? Yeah, you must have sides or anybody else, honestly. I think my favorite as a kid was like, you know, the candy jams of... The can? The can? No. Yeah, nobody peeled and cut up jams in my family. I think they were mostly cans. Did they just like plop them out of the can or did they make them into a casserole? Put them in a dish, man. Like a casserole dish and then you put uh, pecans or walnuts, I think pecans, and marshmallows on top. Okay. So the sweet potato casserole. Yeah. All right. That was one of my must-haves. We're talking about must-haves here, okay? All right. So and, what and a, then the, out of the bird stuffing. Out of the bird, yes, because <laughs> you're very picky about your stuffing. Back then, I was a white meat man. You know, Carrie's converted me now. I'm yeah. a thigh guy. And he, as well, he should be. You know what? Oh, God. We should make a, a YouTube parody. Instead of Try Guys with all their drama, We'll be the thigh guys. That's except you can't be a partner. You're not a guy. I'm not a guy. I'll find three other guys and we'll be the thigh guys. And what are you going to do? Well, nothing that would get us in trouble. <laughs> cool. You could just walk around. You know what you could do? Like the whole video could just focus on your thighs. They could never see your thighs. Yeah, they could oh. never see your faces. I could just right, be like right, your right. thighs are talking, baby. No? No, that's fine. That would work. Yeah, because you get much further off of that track, and thighs will get you in trouble. So much trouble. So. But also, like, oh, what an ego boost for the Try Guys. It's like, not only do they have so many followers and merch, but now they also have parodies. I don't know if you want right. to do that. I feel like their egos might be big enough already. Uh, I don't know either. What do you think? What are- Wonder what the try Wasn't guys there are four try guys? Yeah, one well, of them. now they really are the try guys. Because <laughs> there's only three. That's right. The try try. Yeah. The try try guys. One of them got in trouble. Trouble. All right. So Doug asks. Yes. We still haven't talked about dessert for we'll Susie, but Doug asks, "Do you all go around the table making everyone say what they're thankful for?" Not in my family, but it's become popular in the last. Few years. We go to a friend's house, and our friend is lovely, and they often have a butt ton of people who have nowhere else to go for Thanksgiving to us, and then, um, and they don't tell you what to bring. So some years it's like everybody brings mashed potatoes and apple pie, and some years nobody brings mashed potato or any pie kind of deal, and um. And it's adorable. And everybody sits around his little table. And there's often a kid's table now. And we all have to say before we eat what we want, like what we're we're thankful thankful for. for. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so, it's nervy. Like if you've got social anxiety, it's hard. It's no big deal unless you're like the first one to go. Yeah. As long as you got a little time to think about it. Yeah. I, I don't, I hate it. I, I mean, I love it, but I hate it. I'm going to start writing mine tomorrow, actually. Are you going to write it on your hand so you can just no, hold I'm it up? No, I'm so it takes like 10 minutes. <laughs> Stevie asks, am I the only person who hates everything pumpkin? Well, no, no, you're definitely not. No. Have you ever seen me eat anything pumpkin, bud? Well, we just ate a pumpkin tonight. No, that was a squash. That was a freaking pumpkin. That was not What's a the pumpkin. Pumpkin is a type of squash, right? Yes. All right. Well, and this was a pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin. It was actually. a dairy squash pumpkin. Yeah. Um, it was good though. It was. It looked a lot like a pumpkin, but it sure was not did. technically a pumpkin. But I hate um 
Okay, it's a strong word. But you know, like you like you like pumpkin pie. I don't like. But it. you don't like the ancillary pumpkin coffee, all the pumpkin spice things. I don't like any of the pumpkin Donuts, spice things. But I actually don't really Donuts. like pumpkin pie. If you ever watch me eat pumpkin pie, you'll see I take like a bite out of pumpkin. Yeah, I believe you don't like pumpkin. Yeah. Do you like pumpkin? I will eat pumpkin pie if it's the best choice. Yeah. But if it's the best choice. That's, That's a sad dessert array. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no chocolate cream, no pecan, which would be my first choice probably at Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving only. <laughs> so wait, what's your first choice? I said pecan. Pecan, pecan. Not chocolate, <laughs> I told pecan. you I was going to make one this year. Yeah, you did. And, but it's only, like, I only count for like Thanksgiving. Mm. What about the rest of the year? Thanksgiving is the only holiday where it's like really super pie focused. It is very pie That's focused. That's And you're not if you're not super into pie, it's kind of a bummer. I'm not super into pie. Not either. Nobody I mean, in I'm our family. Some pies, like, like I said, I can eat a whole chocolate cream pie myself. Right? <laughs> is that something to brag on? Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it, it illustrates my depraved desire for sugar. He loves the sugar. One time, but you also love the meat. One time, uh, we went... We went <laughs> you love the meat, babe. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. I knew I paused too long. And dang, I just put it in. One time, we went to a restaurant and with a bunch of friends, and they're all very, very healthy. And Sean ordered um, a steak, but it was a steak for two people, and he ate, like, the whole thing. And I let no, some people taste it. Nobody thought he could do it. it. How big was that thing? I don't know. It was huge. It was, so I. It was, it was big. Yeah, it was big. It was more than six inches of pie. It was huge. It was so huge, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know." No, it must have been thirty-six. It wasn't six. Anyways, it was huge, and I couldn't believe he ate that poor whole cow. And then it was delicious, though. And everybody else was like, how are you doing that? And everybody, it was just, it showed it the difference meat. between you and the rest it of our friends, meat. actually. But I could totally see you eating an entire chocolate pie. Hot pie is the best pie. You know, I agree with you. I and Especially if it's the kind that Doug just said. <laughs> Doug's like, can we eat edibles? Pie, pie. I don't think that's what he meant, Doug. cannabis pie. <laughs> But you know what? He's right. Pot pie, if you're going to talk about pies, is the best candy, pie. can be the best pie. And any kind of like hand pie, like, is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I'm very, very in favor of a hand, hand pie. Pies. That, yeah, that's not sweet. Like, the savory. I'm into the savory. <sighs> uh, okay, Susie says, Sean, have you had. Yes, I have. I made it for him. Uh, Susie asked, Sean, have you had bourbon pecan pie? My Virginia Grammy's best bake ever. Don't tell anyone I um, snuck tastes when I was very young. Oh, my God. Alcoholic. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, no, Susie, I didn't. I made him one of those um, before. Uh, Susie says. Another one of my favorite dishes. Shepherd's pie. Yeah. Sean is all in for that. And Richard. Hey, Richard. said. Pizza pie from Finelli's. <laughs> we should just have a non-traditional Thanksgiving some year and have all different kinds of pies. We could have pizza, shepherd's pie. Empanadas. Yeah, ham pies. Jamaican beef pies. Our desserts could be ham pies. Yeah. We could put macaroni and cheese in a, in a pie, in a ham pie. Well, we've done it before. Yeah, we? we could do it. Yeah. Um. However, Doug says... Hand pie sounds naughty. So it maybe different food for the kids naughty. and the grandparents' <clears throat> tables. What? I said, I guess we'd have to have different food for the kids' table. Then. <laughs> well, we don't call them hand pies. Uh, that's what they are. We call them pocket pies. Pocket. That could be naughty, That could be naughty too. too. <laughs> pocket pie. <laughs> like pocket pool. Oh, Susie has a good idea. Um, make them with turkey. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 logical. A Thanksgiving day after hand pie. 
That sounds really wrong. Or turkey and stuffing and little cranberry sauce and gravy in there. No. Hell yeah. No. You love Thanksgiving Day after sandwich. Don't lie. Alright, I kind of do. Yeah. You very much do. Hmm. Think about the ham pie version. Or you don't put the gravy in the ham pie. You put it on serve top. a little gravy and you dip it. That'd be cool. As you eat it. At one point, Sean and I wanted to have a restaurant where it was only hand pies. Yeah. But we realized that wasn't very feasible. It could be very feasible. We're just whips. We are whips. And it's really hard to rest. And making the dough sucks. Neither one of us are good at it. We don't want to learn. We're not good at the dough. Money-wise or dough. No, the dough. The hand pie dough. All right. Are you ready for another Thanksgiving story? Oh, is that what we're supposed to be talking about? Yes. All right. Ready? BuzzFeed. My mom always has a specific menu planned out for the holidays, and every year my grandmother brings a not very good macaroni and cheese that my mom never asks her to bring. One year, my grandmother brought her mac and cheese per usual, but my mom refused to bake it or even serve it. He, she kept saying, we already have a cheesy carb. <laughs> and tried to say we didn't have enough oven space even though we had an entire second oven that wasn't being used what it was super how can you cook thanksgiving dinner and not use two ovens honey most people don't have two ovens a turkey takes up a whole entire oven by itself you gotta plan it out man it's all about the planning. All right. Anyways, it was super awkward. And my grandmother never even mentioned the dishes absence at the year, at the meal. That's so sad. Thanksgiving. Sad. I think Susie said on Facebook somewhere that like, it's so hard because Thanksgiving is an awkward time for families with politics or families who aren't getting oh, along. Oh, yeah, it's a big domestic violence time. Was it? Yeah, yeah, like, like familial violence because you get all your uncles and brothers and sisters together. And then you put football in there. Yeah. Yeah, and politics. And alcohol. And alcohol. And, some and bad cooking. And according to some of our stories, edibles. And like, <laughs> no, that probably mellowed it out. But like, it's all, it's a lot of tension and a lot of stuff for a day that you're supposed to be thankful for. Uh-huh. But as uh, Abe Lincoln said, it's a perverse and disobedient country. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with having more Such than a one different setup. kind of, of any dish on the table as well. Oh, that's very true. Then you get to judge people's cooking. I know. Or which macaroni and cheese do you like best? Of the five mashed potatoes that everybody made, which yeah, one right. works? But then people get mad. Like well, You don't tell them. No, people do. You just go home and you talk about it with your significant other. Did you taste that shit? I want to throw it in my napkin. My nana, that that last story reminded me of my nana. Uh, and she was a terrible, terrible, terrible cook. Or yeah, you've already said that. Yeah, but she was. Did she poison everybody? Or was that your aunt? No, Aunt Maxine poisoned oh, everyone. Okay. God bless her soul. May her memory be a blessing forever. But she also, um, she learned from that because she was a smart woman. And my nana was a smart woman too, but she just kept trying. And. <laughs> And my mom got really hard. Yeah, my grand, my mom got really bossy, much like the mom in that story. And she was just like, "You're bringing celery. Put some peanut butter in the celery." And then she'd break the rules and put cream cheese in some of the celery. Yeah. And my mom be like, "Do not eat that. Do not eat that. That's not <laughs> bad." Because my nana was really good at all dairy products going bad. Oh really? Yeah. She just kept them in her fridge forever? Or? I don't know if she didn't put them in the fridge or what it was. Did you guys not have pimento cheese inside celery? No. No? No. What? No, it's all peanut butter, really. Man, you couldn't go to a big gathering like that and not have celery with pimento cheese in my family. <laughs> Which I do not like. I don't know how you don't like that. Only celery with peanut butter do I like. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You're very picky for our... Well, celery's not worth eating, so... Oh, my God. It's got to be tasty. I might do celery and chocolate. Oh, God, that's disgusting. You don't know. The average number of people 
at Thanksgiving dinner table is what? You want to guess? Well, does that include the kids' table? I'm assuming it includes the kids' table. Eight. Ten. You were really oh. close. I was right in the Because I was going to say 12, but then I changed it to eight. Damn it, I should have said ten. Did you know that almost half of all Americans take time off from work in order to get ready? Like the food ready for Thanksgiving. Really? Yes. It's just not enough to have the day off, huh? No. And did you know that the average amount of time to get your Thanksgiving meal ready is what? Six hours. 9.6. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And almost a third of Americans travel on Thanksgiving. Although you spend that much time on it. I don't know. Because you start the day before. You got to have a cumulative total. Yeah, he's here. So, so you're in India, so this is a really a great podcast for you, and apologies for that. Um, but it's good that you woke up. It's nice to hear you or see your text. Um, Susie says, growing up in a military family and as a military wife, our Thanksgiving table usually saw homesick sailors or soldiers enjoying food, enjoying home away from home. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just like. When we go to Thanksgiving at our friend's house. I but know. Just not so, well, we're not active duty. <laughs> some no. Of soldiers, some we're, of our soldiers. Are. We're just sad little humans. Um, And Stubie had guessed 12 for the table, and you had guessed 8. And so I was going to guess 12. You guys, you, you, if you average the two together, you're right. So I'm going to give it to you. Um, Doug <laughs> said celery is only good for productive bowel movements. Not if you're lactose intolerant. Like milk works wonders. Let's not go there. Apple pie. I'm not sure what that refers to anymore. Favorite pies, man. Oh, favorite. Apple pie is good. When I was, that was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Apple pie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, not me. For sure. It's because you don't have apples up here in the Northeast. We have so many apples. Well, you don't have crust or something. I don't know. That's not it. Do you have apples in Florida? Oh, yeah. All right. They get shipped down there. <laughs> Used to have oranges, too. A lot of people apparently catch things on fire on Thanksgiving. Yeah, especially turkeys nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one story about a guy and he and his brother were supposed to make centerpieces for the table. Yeah. And they made, he says, really beautiful pieces with, like, fake leaves and stuff. And they had real candles during dinner in oh the center. God. And so miniature fires caught all <laughs> along the tables halfway through dinner. <laughs> well, that would have been exciting to And they said, quote, nothing like a bunch of incinerated fake leaves to make you realize you effed up big time. <laughs> well, what's a fake leaf made out of plastic? Yeah, it must have smelled so bad. Well, I was going to say, a regular leaf would be much better for fire. At least it would smell a little smoky and nice. Not like a burning tire. So this little kid did something that I can imagine you doing. And again, this is sourced from BuzzFeed. And it says, um, who I think sourced it from Reddit. But it says, back when I was a kid, I thought it would be a funny prank to put a rubber chicken in the oven. I would never do that. I wasn't stupid. (laughs) My mom would laugh and laugh. Oh, ho, ho, there's a rubber chicken in the oven. What a gag. 13-year-old. 13. They were 13. Wait a minute. I don't think this is due to the stupidity of the kid. Keep reading. 13-year-old me didn't realize that normal adults usually preheat the oven before oh, okay. to putting the turkey in. <laughs> so what happened? It doesn't say, but I think we can all read the subtext there and say uh, there was a messy rubber chicken fiasco in the oven. God, I don't know if they were able even to cook their turkey that year. I know. Holy smokes. Uh, this is one of my favorite ones. Ready? Before yeah. like we lose the podcast and I'll come back. Um, It says, this was back in the 80s, so there was no Google. We finished our Thanksgiving dinner and everyone was cleaning up. Somehow, a button broke off of the dishwasher. So my grandfather grabbed some super glue to fix it. He ended up gluing <laughs> his hand to the door of the dishwasher. 
the adults tried to free him to no avail. So my grand, my father had to quite literally dismantle the dishwasher door with his father's hand super glued to the front of it. He carried the door with my grandfather attached to the back of our station wagon and brought the conjoined duo to our local emergency room. They waited for several hours only to be set free by a nurse who happened to have nail polish remover in her locker. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is. I That's think, like a rookie mistake, dude. I mean, you can't glue yourself together in a super glue, man. You gotta be cautious and vigilant. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. You Didn't never glued yourself together. Have you ever back. seen me glued together? No. But for a millisecond. Because if you rip it apart immediately, it's just the glue coming apart. You don't lose any skin. My same friend who has this for Thanksgiving often glues people's wounds with super glue. Well, a lot of people do that. He often get people like get wounded hell. at his house a lot. Like <clears throat> Have you ever noticed that? Wow, well, it's a crazy place. It is fun. <laughs> so hey, hey, any more news? Any more Thanksgiving ideas? Oh wait, we have another thing from Susie. Don't go yet. Um, Susie says this is from a retired extension service <laughs> nutritionist. Don't give turkeys in food baskets because many don't know how to cook them and they just give thrown out. Give canned hams instead. That's a good idea. Ooh. And John says, I don't know what John's talking about. They I should told have, you this story before. I may have repressed it. I repress a lot of stories when I they, they just they, they, they worry me. Let's just go with worry. John Bill said, they should have had my famous fingernail polish to remove the glue. I told you this. I'm going to tell it real quick. Okay. If, if I'm right, I think I know what he's talking about. So one day we were at his house, and he was like, hey, let me show you this magic trick. So his mom's dining room table was like oh, yeah. typical, <laughs> typical 80s oval wood, you know, decent table, right? With a leaf I totally two, remember this. You know, a leaf or two in the middle if you want. Yeah. So he puts fingernail polish on his hand. And he sets the bottle down on the table. That's like a big detex bottle, you know, the standard size. And he lights his hand on fire. So really, we're this is pretty new to us, and we're like, what the hell? But then he all he's got to do is just wave his hand, and it'll go out. So he waves his hand, but he knocks the whole thing of fingernail polish over. So in an instant, the whole top of the table is on fire. So that was a good trick. Was it Thanksgiving? Oh no! Oh, you should pretend know. it was. It was warm, but we were in Florida, so I don't know. I think uh, we just threw a sheet or something on it and put it out real quick. We weren't dumb, dumb. We never set a house on fire. Never. No. I did. We caused a lot of smoke, but never set a house on fire. I set a house on fire. You, I know. By accident. <laughs> It wasn't your fault. They should have cleaned the damn chimney. I guess. Anyways, maybe that'll be our next podcast. What? Have you ever said ha- strange <laughs> things you've set on fire? Strange things you've done as a kid. Or strange things you just set on fire. Oh, I once sent candy on fire and I got this huge scar. Oh, where's the camera? Oh, wait. Ah. I don't see what's going on. What? Oh, that, your little scar there? Yeah. Yeah, your crescent-shaped one? Yeah. Yeah. I set, I set a piece of candy on fire, and it dripped onto my hand. I do a lot of things that are stupid when I'm bored. She used to, apparently. <laughs> but now I have the internet, and I'm never That's bored. That's right. Now you do it all the time. But you don't hurt yourself, do No, you? I never do. Just your brain. Just my little baby brain. So, hey. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you have a great holiday. I'm very happy. Hashtag blessed Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was such a mellow podcast, honestly. Really? I feel so. Like, yeah. I think it was pretty tame by our podcast standards. Well, I didn't cuss much. Only one big F-bomb. So? I, no, I'm saying. Only one. Good for you, baby. So proud of you. And next week we'll have new music. Woo! Um, two weeks from now. Oh, two weeks. When are we going back to? Are we ever going back to our weekly schedule? I don't know. I don't know either. Because we have to start our podcast with D, and then we have to start our one with Zom. Yeah. 
a oh super secret God, one too. How many podcasts do we have? I don't know, but D is important. Yes, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I might get rid of the poem podcast. All right. And the writing tips podcast. Possibly. And maybe the true crime podcast. Uh, we just started that one. We got to go. We'll give it on. a year. We'll give All it right. a year. Yay. Oh, Susie says, happy Thanksgiving. Wear your stretchy pants and be grateful. Uh, we're grateful every day. Yay. And we're so, grateful for you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, all y'all. Sorry we weren't more awful. What? Like raunchy. Maybe. You weren't. Naughty. Oh. Funny. I, I decided not to be naughty though. You were very chill. I could have made a couple naughty. I, kind I, of I passed up a couple opportunities. I feel like you did. And I passed oh, I up, and I actually didn't say stuffing like is my favorite you, part. Like how much you like the stuffing? Yeah, I passed up. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't say that because I'm like, oh, it's going to be embarrassing. We were tan, man. I don't know. What's wrong with us? I'll fire up. All right. We can I'll only hope. Yay! <laughs> hey, anyways, thank you for being here. We really appreciate you. And uh, we'll make it make two stuff, weeks. Oh, my gosh. No. Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.